Welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks. In this episode, I'd like to teach about the freedom that we can have in Jesus Christ. That we can live a life free from bondage, thanks to what he accomplished. I'd like to start out in the Gospel of John, chapter 8. In verse 31, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, you shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So here in this chapter, it talks about bondage, to sin about being a servant to sin or a slave of sin but through Jesus Christ we can be free free indeed and let's go to the book of Romans because this gives some more information about that Romans chapter 3 In Romans 3, verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In the first three chapters of Romans, go into a lot of detail about the sin nature that we inherited from Adam. In Romans 5, verse 12, it says, Wherefore, As by one man sin entered into the world, and that man is Adam. As by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. See, because of Adam's sin, sin has entered into the world, and now all men are in this condition of sin and death. But Romans 6 tells us about how we can be free from that. In Romans 6, verse 1, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound? God forbid, How shall we, that are dead to sin, live any longer therein? Know you not that so many of us, as were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk 
in newness of life. In verse 5 it says, For if we have been planted together, or that can be translated as identified with him, Jesus Christ, in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. See, so there's this identification that we have with Jesus Christ because we believed on him and received Holy Spirit. You know, that was how we were baptized into Jesus Christ. And so we are identified with Christ in being buried with him and raised with him. In Colossians 2 verse 12 It says that we were buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And then back here in in Romans 6, in verse 6, it says, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified, with him. Our old man referring to that sin nature that we were born with because we descended from Adam. But that old man has been crucified with Jesus Christ that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. See, so since we died with Christ, we have been freed from sin and we no longer need to be slaves to that sin nature. But we can now walk in newness of life. In verse 11 of Romans 6, it says, Likewise, reckon you also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, so we are to put this stuff on in our minds. We are to consider ourselves to be dead indeed unto sin and also alive unto God through Jesus Christ. In verse 14, it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, For you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin, because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know you not, that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, or of obedience unto righteousness. So in a practical, everyday sense, in a practical sense, we're servants to who we obey in practice. You know, we have, still have that old nature that we can walk in, but we can now walk in this new spirit nature that we've received because we believed on Jesus Christ. In verse 17, it says, But God be thanked, that you were the servants of sin, 
but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. See here, speaking of in a practical sense, let's be servants of righteousness unto holiness instead of being servants to uncleanness and to iniquity. A person who hasn't believed on Jesus Christ and hasn't received the Spirit of God, the only option they have is walking in that old sin nature. But now, as Christians, we have a new option and we can walk in the new spirit nature and be servants to righteousness. Let's go to Romans 8. In verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. And the rest of that verse isn't in the original text. In verse 2, it says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. And that law of the Spirit, that's talking about the life that we have in Christ Jesus and it's made us free. In verse 3 it says, For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own sin or his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. See, the standards of righteousness can be fulfilled in us as we walk in the spirit instead of walking according to the flesh, according to the old sin nature. You know, in in the Old Testament times, they had to follow the law that was given to Moses. But now, we don't have to follow a law. You know, we should still uh, submit ourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, like it talks about in Peter. But as far as walking with God, we don't need to have a law for that. We just walk after the Spirit, and then we will be walking righteously. So that's a really wonderful thing. Consider Galatians chapter 5. In verse 16, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. See, as we're walking in the Spirit, 
we're walk as we're walking according to this new spirit nature of all that we have in Jesus Christ as we're meditating on those things and walking out on those things, we're not going to be fulfilling the cravings of the flesh that the flesh talking about the old sin nature. We're not going to be sinning. In verse 22 of Galatians 5, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. See, as we're walking in the Spirit, as we're walking according to the Spirit, we're going to be producing all that wonderful fruit. Stuff that isn't going to be against any law. See, and so it's so wonderful that now we don't need a set of rules and regulations to follow. We don't need a law to follow. We can just walk in the new spirit nature that we have in Jesus Christ and then we'll be producing all these wonderful fruits, we won't be sinning. And let's look at verse 1 of Galatians 5. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And in the context here, some of the saints in Galatia, they had gotten born again, but they had fallen back into thinking that they needed to keep the law of Moses and do things like get circumcised to be righteous. And they had drifted away from grace and from the greatness of what Christ had accomplished. And so the Apostle Paul, by revelation, was instructing them to not get entangled in a yoke of bondage. You know, there's there's bondage in having to keep a law, but we're not to be entangled in bondage, but we are to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. We're to hold on to the purity of the gospel that righteousness and salvation are by believing in grace and not by anything else. And so we are to hold on to that and just walk in the spirit instead of trying to keep a law. And by doing that, we can have great freedom Let's go back to Romans 8. In verse 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself 
beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. In the spirit of adoption, that can be translated as spirit of sonship. We have this spirit of sonship whereby we can cry, Abba, Father, like we can call God our Daddy. And so we no longer need to have a lifestyle of bondage and fear, but instead of lifestyle of being God's children and being able to have God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, as our daddy. Hebrews chapter 2 In verse 9 But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. See, Jesus Christ has also made it available for us to be delivered from the bondage that's caused by the fear of death. Because we know of the eternal life that we have, that Jesus Christ is coming back to gather us together unto himself, and we're going to be with him forever. Whether we're alive when he comes back or whether we're dead when he comes back. If we're dead at that time, we'll be raised from the dead. So, we no longer need to be held in bondage by the fear of death. So, we can be very thankful for God and His Son, Jesus Christ, and how they've made it available for us to live lives of great freedom and to be no longer held in bondage of any kind to be no longer held in bondage by fear not even fear of death and that reminds me of a verse in 2nd Corinthians that I'd like to finish with 2nd Corinthians 3 verse 17 now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty liberty